is Sunday, January 10th, 2021. I am the coach. Welcome into the Early Edge, the only daily sports betting podcast powered by Sportsline that's in your feed before 11 a.m. every single day. And we do it all in 10 minutes or less. Darth, are you ready? He says we're ready. Let's go. Let's bring in our cappers, the best in the business for day two of our wild card weekend. Look at the number one NFL handicapper at Sportsline, RJ White. RJ, congratulations as a Bills fan. You're moving on, but a tough day not to cover. Yeah, I thought we were going to get it. We didn't in the end. I like my pick today, though. So hopefully this will be a uh, this will be a better game for us. I love that attitude. And right next to me, I got to give him credit. Yesterday, I said he was on an island all by himself, and that island paid off. You were on the Colts, Emory Hunt, and you told us we didn't listen. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I just like the fact that we had three great games yesterday. It, you know, and I think today we're going to have even greater games because of the matchups. I like it. I like it. And you know our rock, our pillar, our post. He's the maestro, Larry Harstein. Larry, good morning. Good morning, Coach. You know, underdogs are now 15-1 and one against the spread in the last 16, talking about the closing numbers. So it's wow. going to take a lot of guts to pick some favorites today. All right. Well, let's get right to it. The first I'm talking game about on- the wild, Sorry, talking about the wild card round. Yeah. Okay, very good. I'm glad you clarified. Okay, first game on the board for us today. 105 Eastern. This game is on ABC Baltimore. Uh, this game has been hovering around three to three and a half, depending on when you get it. We want it at three, obviously. Uh, at Tennessee, the total is 54 and a half. RJ, let's start with you. Give it to me. I would still take Baltimore at three and a half. Tennessee won that first game in overtime, but Baltimore's defense didn't have Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams on the defensive line. That's a huge difference for, for trying to stop a team that obviously wants to run the ball a lot with Derrick Henry. Baltimore also had a bunch of positive COVID tests coming out of that game. I don't know that that, that roster was at 100% health, even though the people that did play. Uh, Baltimore's been on fire lately. They played a bunch of easy opponents. Tennessee's D is awful, allowed 430-plus yards to all of their last five opponents, except for Jacksonville, and anybody can stop Jacksonville. So Baltimore's obviously ready for revenge here. I think they cover the three. I think they cover three and a half, too. Yeah, RJ laid it out perfectly. For me, it's about health and opportunity. The health is there. The opportunity is there because their offense is playing much better. And defensively, they do a great job of owning the line of scrimmage. I think that'll be the reason why they knock out Tennessee. So I'm laying those points. You know, in that first matchup, Derrick Henry had 44 yards on 18 carries through three quarters. And that was without Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams. Then the D-line got gassed in the fourth quarter in overtime, and Derrick Henry did what he does, and he went off. But they're both back. That defense is healthy. And like everyone has said, you know, the Ravens played an easy schedule down the stretch, but that Tennessee defense is pretty comparable to the five opponents the Ravens just obliterated. So I much prefer it at three, but I'll still lay three and a half. Maestro, the Titans gave up 38 last week to a Texans team in a game they needed to win. To back up your point, and since COVID, uh, Lamar Jackson's returned Baltimore 5-0 and straight up and 5-0 and against the spread and averaging 37 points a game. They are on fire. Okay, everybody there is on Baltimore. All right, next game on the board for us, Chicago and New Orleans. The Saints laying double digits today, 10 points. Uh, the total sitting at 48, according to our good friends at William Hill, 440 Eastern kick. That game on CBS, Nickelodeon. Uh, Emery, you're the only one on this game. What do you like? I like the Saints here, laying those points with New Orleans. You look at what they did last week against Carolina without their stars. They dominated, and now they come into this matchup with Michael Thomas, with Elvin Kamara, and facing a Mitch Trubisky-led offense, lay the points with New Orleans. All right, I do need to point out, because we're always about transparency here at the show and educating and giving out information, Drew Brees, 
two and nine against the spread as a favorite in his playoff career. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, third game on the board. But, Emory, I would never, after yesterday, I would never discount your favorite. Are you kidding me? Never. Okay, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. This is the late one. This is, I think, guys, the most interesting game of the entire weekend. The Browns are without their head coach, who's also their play caller as well with COVID. So, Pittsburgh, this number has held steady at six. The total at 47 and a half. This is an 815 Eastern kick on NBC. RJ will go you, Emery, and then the maestro. What do you got? Yeah, Cleveland's in an awful spot coming off a week of limited practices and right into another. They couldn't get full practices in this week. And we saw how coaching losses affected Detroit against Tampa. I don't expect it to be that bad. Detroit lost their quarterback in that game. But, uh, you know, a game like that is on the table. Pittsburgh, the key thing is Pittsburgh was finally able to rest key players after not having a real break all year. And despite Rudolph being at quarterback last week, that offense had the most yards since week two. So maybe they fixed their issues, whatever the play calling and scheming was. The defense held Cleveland to 220 yards in the last meeting when they were trying earlier in the year, not, you know, not discounting the week 17. If we see a similar game like that from the defense and they step up, I don't see Cleveland covering this game. So I like Pittsburgh. You know, for me, it's all about what travels in a in a playoff game or in a, any football game. And run game and defense travels. It's only an hour and a half away, so I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, Pittsburgh or Cleveland can pr- pack that with them. And without their coach, they still can run the football. They still can play enough defense against Ben Roethlisberger. And RJ mentioned that offense looked better last week. Not saying that Rudolph is better than Big Ben, but he's able to do things that Big Ben wasn't able to do, and that's push the ball down the field. Granted, Cleveland missed some secondary players, but I do think – because they will run the football, they got confidence last week, even though they played backups. I'm taking Cleveland in the points to keep it close. You know, missing your head coach and your play caller is a big deal. I think missing your top corner, Denzel Ward, and another corner, Kevin Johnson, is, is even a bigger deal. If you look at the four games that Denzel Ward has missed for the Browns, Mason Rudolph threw for 315, Ryan Tannehill threw for 389, Mike Glennon played well against this defense, and now you face a Steelers team. They don't run the ball. All they do is throw the ball. Big Ben is rested. With that passing attack, I think they cover this number. Yeah, Big Ben, Maestro, is 12-0 and straight up in his career uh, at home against Cleveland and 8-4 and against the spread. Now, whenever we have discrepancies is what we'll call them, disagreements on the show, we always go, uh, as far as the cheat sheet is concerned, we go with the majority. So for this show, we're going to go uh, the Steelers minus the six. But, Emery, we hear you. We hear you, Browns plus the six. All right, real quick, if you're not a Sportsline member yet, what in the world are you waiting for? We've got a deal that's not going to last forever. Use the promo code EDGE, sign up today, and you're going to get 30 days for free access to all of our incredible cappers, but also our sports simulations at the Sportsline app that have been absolutely killing it uh, all the time this year. So you have access to all of that for one low price of free. In the first 30 days. Okay, it's time for our favorite prop of the day from the wild card games. RJ, we're going to start with you. What do you like? I like Lamar Jackson going over one and a half passing touchdowns. You should get it at plus money. It was plus 130, I think, earlier in the in the week. And now it's down to plus 110 because people are loading up on it. He went over that total in his last three games, even with the low yardage totals. Uh, he's gone over it nine of 16 times on the year, or nine, you know, nine games in, on the year. Uh, so even if they're getting down near the red zone, they're not running it. You know, he's throwing and getting you some touchdowns. Tennessee's defense has given up the second most pass touchdowns in the NFL. They average over two per game. So I like Lamar to get to at least two here and cover this one. I'm following RJ with that same prop bet because, again, I've said on this show before, let that Lamar Jackson hate make you money. He's going to hit that two-touchdown number easily in this ballgame. I'm going to go to that Bears-Saints game and look at the rookie Cole Komet. In the five games since Trubisky 
came back in as the starter, 30 targets. Last week, seven catches on eight targets. They were in comeback mode against the Packers. I think they'll be in comeback mode here. Let's go over two and a half catches for Cole Komet. And then uh, bonus prop in the NBA, back to the well, Julius Randle, over five and a half assists. This guy is the engine. He does everything for the Knicks. He had seven last time out. He's averaging over seven. Let's go over five and a half. I love when the maestro throws in a bonus pick on Wild Card Sunday. Okay, it's that time of the show. You know what to do. Grab your paper. Grab your pencils. Time for the recap. We're going to start with the man, R.J. White. He is on the Ravens. All a minus the three. If you get it at three, take it any time of the day. Uh, that's also an early start, so you know it's coming up pretty quickly. Uh, Lamar Jackson over one and a half touchdowns. That's still plus money. Uh, and the Steelers minus the six tonight at home. R.J. White likes that as well. All right, Emery, uh, he's also on the Ravens, but he likes the Saints minus the 10. Lamar Jackson also over one and a half passing touchdowns, but he's on the Browns plus the six today in Pittsburgh. And finally, the Maestro is also on the Ravens. Steelers minus the six. Cole Komet in that Bears-Saints game over two and a half catches. And the bonus, Julius Randle over five and a half assists. I should point out, we talk about all the time, the reason we do this show early is so you get the best number. The last time, a couple of days ago, we were on Julius Randle over five and a half assists. By the closing number, it was already up to six and a half or seven because people have been betting. Get it in at five and a half. All right? You've got your marching orders for R.J. White, for Emory Hunt, for the maestro, Larry Hartstein, and Jacob the Jeweler, our producer who puts this entire diamond together. I am the coach. Let's take all these plays straight to the pay window. And remember, this is the only place every single time for your daily early edge. Good luck. Thank you.